I wonder how many of us gathered here or watching online find it easy to forgive. Or does our human nature kick in and we kind of hold on to those grudges and those hurts and carry them around for the bulk of our lives? Most of us probably carry them around. There's an old expression, trick me once, shame on me, or shame on you, trick me twice, shame on me. And if it happens a third time, we have a tendency to wash our hands of that individual or those groups that have offended us. St. Peter in today's gospel again seems to put his foot in his mouth in a big way. He approaches Jesus and says, how often must I forgive, seven times? Jesus says, no, 77 times. Remember a couple weeks ago, Peter was given the keys of the kingdom and was told that he would be the foundation stone on which the church would be built. Just a week later, he was called a Satan or a stumbling stone to Jesus' path. And now today, he's rebuked again, it seems. Father Raymond Brown, a renowned, one of the greatest scriptural minds in U.S. history, perhaps in the church's history, says in his commentary on this passage that maybe we're a little quick to judge Peter. If we put it in historical context, Peter was actually being very generous because in his time, it was basically the rule of three. You had to forgive three times, and if somebody continued to offend or to hurt you after that, then you could just walk away. You didn't have to forgive them anymore. You could hold on to the anger and the hurt. So by asking if he needed to forgive seven times, he was being very generous. Jesus' response, nonetheless, is still 77 times. He's inviting us to forgive as God forgives us, infinitely. There's no end to the mercy and the compassion of God. As we continue to work to fill out the, fulfill the mission and the vision that Archbishop Lucas laid out for us four years ago, maybe it's time that we begin to look a little bit more at the last portion of that vision statement, that we are people who lives mercy. Do we forgive as God forgives us? Are we able to set aside differences so that we can accomplish the work of the kingdom? Or do we allow those things from the past to continue to haunt us and to keep us from being wholly invested in the mission? Father Xavier Naki, a monk of Conception Abbey who was a spiritual director for many years, used to talk about our sins and our hurts being like a knapsack, being weights in a knapsack that we carry around, that we continually have to bow before the Lord and let them all fall out. And at some point, the Lord will drop something back into that knapsack. But like stones, as they hit the altar floor, they tend to break apart and get smaller. Forgiveness for many of us is not a one-time thing. It's an ongoing process. Whenever we think of the hurt, we have to forgive again. Just as God forgives us, 
each time we fail him. So I guess what I'm saying is that it's probably time that I forgive my classmate from fourth grade who still owes me a nickel. Though the compound interest on that would be pretty phenomenal by now. May we make a conscience, conscious effort this week to forgive. Not once, not twice, but whenever we need to. And let God's grace work in us to fulfill his mission. With all the turmoil in the world these days, I can't help but think that if, even here in Western Holt and Boyd counties, if we begin to forgive genuinely, if we begin to live mercy genuinely, that it can't help but begin to affect a change in our nation and in the world.